Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey everyone, Art here, co-host of the show. Just a heads up, today's episode is a little different than most. We're revisiting a previous topic, simulation theory, with our friends since Andy wasn't available. So you'll hear me introduce our two friends. Then it'll jump back to Andy and I presenting the research on the topic. Then it'll jump back again to me and our friends discussing the topic. So a little bit of a different format. But anyway, let's get to the show. Bye-bye. In Chicago, two comedian skeptics named Andy and Art were mysteriously abducted by the illusionary mastermind and conspiracy theorist known only as Mr. Bunker. The following serves as a record of Bunker's attempt to convince non-believers of the truth about conspiracies and paranormal activity. Andy and Art give an uninterrupted presentation and verdict on the plausibility of these offbeat topics, delivering what they call the The whole enchilada. Will Mr. Bunker convince these two skeptics any of this is real? Will it convince you? Welcome to Mr. Bunker's Conspiracy Time Podcast. As always, I'm your co-host, Arthur Stone. And with me, as always, is uh, not Andy. That's right, listeners. Andy's not here today. I, I, I only have a vague idea of what is up. Bunker did not capture him. Andy sent me a text saying that he's starting his own YouTube prank channel where all the pranks are uh, him farting on people. That's every single prank is he's just going to go around and fart on people and he's starting a, I guess, a YouTube prank show. And Bunker said, you know what? I'm going to give him the week off. And I said, that's ridiculous. You can't give Andy the week off because he's starting a YouTube prank show where all he does is fart on people. It's fucking disgusting. Regardless, I'm here. Bunker captured me and he brought me down because I'm actually here to do some damn work. We'll get into it. But it's not just me. I, Bunker, unfortunately, or fortunately for you, also brought along my two good friends. Um, one of them you might know. One of them's new. Let's, let's get them on the show. Our guests today are actors and comedians, and one is a bit of a vigilante. Please welcome to the bunker, Jimmy Gribben and Nick Simon, my two friends. Hello, Art. <clears throat> Hi, Jimmy. How you doing? Hi, Art. Hi, Nick. Who's, Welcome to the show. Welcome to the bunker. Which one's the vigilante? Uh, probably Jimmy. Mm, I'm sorry. Fair. Probably Jimmy. Jimmy is trained in multiple martial arts. He is a covert ops sniper. Flown around the world. <laughs> Flown around the world. Spared no expense. <laughs> Spared no expense. <laughs> no, that's not true. Jimmy's just a guy who, I don't know, lives in a crawl space probably. Mm-hmm. Um, hey, uh, welcome to the bunker. You know, I, I'm sorry that... You guys had to get captured this day. I don't know where Andy's starting a prank YouTube channel where he farts on people. 
for money, I guess. I guess he's going to try and start making some money off of his body and what it does. So, um, what uh, would you call the pink eye guy? Something like that. Pink You're farting on people. The pink eye guy. Yeah. The pink. Yeah. I mean, maybe, maybe that's they, maybe that's going to be his his moniker. I don't know. We'll see how long it lasts. Yeah. Um. Welcome to the bunker. You know, uh, a little layout here. There's an open face toilet in the back. Um. So you know. Be courteous, flush and whatnot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's snacks. There's some candy uh, left over. But um, you know, listeners, uh, what what? Let's let's talk about what we're talking about today, right? We got a bit of a weird topic. We're revisiting. Uh, they're passing around the candy bowl here, Jimmy and Nick. Nick's got a got a Kit Kat. Uh, that's you lovely. wouldn't have known it. I was that quiet about it. Well, you you did it very stealthily. Uh, we'll see if it gets picked up, but. We're doing kind of a weird revisiting today. Since we don't have Andy and we don't have like a new topic, Bunker said, why don't you revisit an old one? We're revisiting simulation theory. Mm. Now, simulation theory was is a very popular topic. It's the idea that our entire world is like a computer simulation. It's made up, mm-hmm. right? It's a, it's a fabrication that we all live in. And we're all little pieces of code in an interconnected consciousness across the web of this weird universe and uh we're gonna revisit it today with our friends jimmy and nick so uh a little bit different here i'm gonna we're gonna reuse the research that andy and i previously did but the discussion is gonna be me jimmy and nick so uh listeners if you want to get right to all that action i'll leave a timestamp in the show notes where you can skip right ahead to both the research or the discussion so there will be a timestamp in the show notes check it out and you can uh you can you can go straight ahead to all that stuff. But first, I'm going to talk to my guest today, Jimmy Nick. Every week, the titular Mr. Bunker captures us in a new and peculiar way, yes. right? And you guys, you guys, unfortunately, were succumbed to that. <laughs> succumbed. <clears throat> succumbed. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, Jimmy, Nick, I, whoever wants to go first, you know, let us know. How, how did the titular Mr. Bunker capture you this week? I got caught. I was uh, well. I'm a chef at a uh, a monastery and a nunnery. <laughs> oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, a, it, a combination monastery nunnery. They keep them separate. There's they a keep huge them wall. separate, but it's kind of like a combination KFC Taco Bell. Exactly. <clears throat> and uh, one of the the nur- nurses, one of the uh, nerds, one of the uh, what is the 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 uh, the nuns? Yeah, uh, Sister Vicky. She uh-huh. said that she was thinking about leaving the. Uh, the nunnery. She's gonna leave. Yeah. So I met I met up with her for BLTs. And we were talking for. <laughs> Sorry, is that funny? I mean, it's just a very peculiar sandwich. But I guess nuns enjoy a BLT, right? Yeah. Is yeah. is there a better sandwich than a BLT? Let me ask you that. Mm. Yes, an Italian sub is far better than a BLT. Italian uh, sub. Interesting. An Italian sandwich. What yeah, no, I know. I know what an Italian like a hoagie. Maybe like uh, a peanut butter and jelly. Ah, uh, all right. Thanks, Nick. Uh, thanks. <laughs> Okay. I mean, may, I I don't get you wrong there, Nick. A PB and J for a lot of our youth was the sandwich, mm-hmm. but um, I can't have peanut butter anymore. Mm. Slightly allergic to it, so it's kind of fallen out of favor with me. But I like a PB and J, Nick. But uh, you know, Nick, you are a vegetarian, so I guess meat is not on the table for you. Yeah, no. But back when you weren't a vegetarian, what was your favorite kind of slice? Oh, they uh, there's like a, like a liver. Yeah, a BLT was good. Did you just say liver? Liver sausage, uh, the, like the pate. Did you ever have that? You went from like zero to sixty with like yeah, Nick, the went, hardcore meat hard. to mm. absolutely no. You meat. You went like a meat moose. Yeah, 
It's like yeah. a sausage. I would put like mustard and mayonnaise on it, and uh, sometimes it would have like weird pimento in it, and uh, and you would eat this in high sandwich. school. Oh yeah, foie gras For lunch. Uh, yeah, and yeah, no, no, no foie, no foie. That's foie gras. Stuff. A little too much. That's, that's too much. It's delicious, but it's a little too rich. Oh okay. So you were making BLTs with a nun. Well, we went to a nice restaurant. We went to a five star and uh, a five star <laughs> Michelin restaurant to get BLT. They gave us an classic. Extra one. Fast forward, I'm sailing off the coast of South America, the Straits of Magellan. My ship crashes. Wait, and next thing I know, I'm essentially like in a Club Med what resort. What happened to the nun? I don't know. Wait, fast I, forward. I literally, this is years in the making. Okay. I literally do not. Re- I hope she's okay. Sister Vicky. I don't know her last name. We never got that far. Sister Miss Vicky. We, wow. we spent Chips. one night together and that was it. And I end up on this Club <laughs> Med resort that's uh-huh. run by a group of Nazi sympathizers in Chile. <laughs> Unbeknownst to me. Wow. And th- wow. I'm I'm captive there. I'm being held against my will. Uh-huh. And guess who my cellmate is? Uh, a Mr. B-U-N-K-E-R. Wow, Mr. Bunker wow. was your cellmate. So he says, I'm going to build a tunnel, dig a tunnel under the bunker here, which is where he got his name. Okay. I don't know if you knew that. He's, wow. That's an origin I story. I didn't know that. I'm sure Marvel's going to pick this up ASAP. <laughs> and so we dig from Chile all the way through a lot of dirt all the way to Ecuador. And then we come out and here I am. (laughs) He came out in Ecuador and then somehow you got to the bunker where we don't know where it's at. So somehow Mr. Bunker captured you after you got, once you get close to the equator and the Bermuda triangle, everything's thrown off. So who knows work together. Wow. Yeah. I think that's a first we've never had Mr. Bunker work together uh, with a with someone he's capturing to bring them in. Wow, that's yeah. crazy. Wow, man, you went all over. I mean, you you threw us a curveball. That nun story almost didn't matter at all. Yeah, I I, I would agree. <laughs> wow, in it was like a, a preface. Yeah, uh, it was like a weird. Uh, yeah, like a like a. There's a preface. A What's preface, the other one? And then the actual story, book. and then you kind of have to. Uh, well, there's always like. Uh, Author's note or like something, yeah. Or like in uh, Shakespeare, there's like the chorus in the beginning Mm -hmm. sometimes. And you're like, oh, how does this relate to the main story? And it's like, well, that's up to you to find out. Yeah. I found if I'm trying to read a new book and I read the preface or the author's note, I never get around to starting chapter one. I say, fuck this. I have to just start with chapter one and then go back (laughs) later. Wow. Jimmy, that's incredible. That is really a uh, a voyage. You went on a voyage. Thank Um, you. Thank you. Wow, Nick. Uh, So, uh... Wow, Nick! How uh, did Mister Bunker capture you? Uh, yeah, I mean, I, he was digging tunnels in Ecuador and Chile, and mm, how did he get you? Mine's not that exotic. Well, that's I, okay. I was. Uh, Does I it w- need to be exotic? I went to. Uh, I was out, and you I was. Uh, okay. I went to uh, the CarMax. I was going to run a car. You're going to rent a car from CarMax? Yeah, I needed. You got to get the CarFax. I got to get the car. I should have checked the car. See the CarFox? I saw the CarFox. I didn't okay. check the CarFax. And when I was at the car rental place, the guy behind the counter, he was wearing this big mustache. He was just like, here you go, you know, full tank of what, gas. Uh, what are we talking like? A, are we talking like a Fu Manchu? Are we talking like a big old handlebar? It was, it was like Caterpillar. Uh, yeah, caterpillar. Like a caterpillar. Also, what's it, the uh, the lip thing that sounds like CarMax? 
Uh, oh, uh, Carmex. Car- Carmex. You're thinking. Of is Car- it the same thing? Carmex. Carmax. Carmax. Oh yeah. shit. Okay. Yeah, They're not the same company. No, yeah, it's not. You can't uh, go to Carmex and. Rent you know a car. they should buy one another out. Like they I'm sure they both a, use petroleum in some in aspect. some capacity. I'm yeah. sure. Yeah. But yeah, I was uh, I was gonna rent the car. I needed to get to. What uh, kind of car? It was gonna be a it was gonna be a, a Honda Accord, uh, just okay. for. Uh, Pretty standard. Pretty standard car. What are you talking, 2019, 2018, 2016? Uh, I, was, I mean, it's 20, you know, this is like, I could have gone with a 2016, you know, at this point. And I was like, just give me whatever. You just need anything. You just need give me whatever f- I need. Freaking car. I need, I wanted to get, I had to get to Applefest. <laughs> and so I was getting. Is that in Wisconsin? Yeah, I had to go to Wisconsin for Applefest. Is Apple that for Fest. the new iPhone or something? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's the yeah, Applefest. <laughs> when you, when in Wisconsin, Applefest, what they do is when you purchase an iPhone, uh, they usually give you a bag of Gala apples. Okay. Just kind of like as a wink and a nod. It's Wisconsin, but like I was like. That's cute. It's cute. I was <laughs> I was kind of short on groceries. I needed to get a new phone. Let's go. So uh, when I was at the counter, the guy behind was just like, you know, bring it back with a full thing, I guess. And like, you know, like just, you know, just bring it back. And He's real mumbly, real weird, mumbly, real sketch. A little, little uh, kind of shifty. And, and you're a jumpy guy. I'm a jumpy guy to begin with. So, so you was, were immediately red flags. Yeah. I was like, well, this is kind of weird, but, you know, I'm like, mm, I'm, I got to go. <laughs> I need I to go to Applevest. So I run outside <laughs> with the keys in hand and I get in the Honda Accord. I open up the car door and I start turning the keys in the ignition and there's no, there's no noise. You know, it's just, it sounds like, I'm like, that's kind of a weird, that's like a human noise. It's your alternate. Oh, it sounded like a human making that noise. Sound like a human And I'm like, this is right when I start the car. So I'm like, I'm not going to go in and trouble this guy. He's got a lot on his plate. That's kind. I open up the hood. It's kind of not your MO though. Not to bug him. I feel like you'd march right in there. And I would. Lay the pipe down. I would lay the pipe you'd down. You'd lay pipe. He's yeah. like a male Karen, like all those memes. <laughs> when the Karen's got the super haircut. No, no, no. I yeah. think, Nick, your, your MO is to get mad about it, uh-huh. but not do anything about it. Yeah, is that's that correct? very passive aggressive. Okay. I would probably pull my wallet out to show like my, my card. Yeah. Be like, mm, I did purchase it here. You would tweet I, something. Yeah. <laughs> I take a Really photo. thought I had good service at yeah. CarMax. Yeah. <laughs> I go on Yelp immediately and be like, well, you know, uh, think about it. You know, I, I, you should start go, tagging the opposite company. <laughs> Carmex. Hertz. Carmex, Hertz. Carmex get, gave me herpes yeah. from their product. <laughs> just one big settlement. Just give me money. Um, and I was like, hey, um, sorry to bug you. Yeah. But uh, the car I just rented from you guys. Mm-hmm. You shouldn't it, be sorry. Uh, well, I, I apologize. But uh, I, you know, and one. I said, um, making a weird noise and he said oh well uh just go back out there and try it and i was just like oh okay so i walked walked back out there and i popped open the hood and this person jumps out uh from the hood of the car where the engine would be and there's no engine and he throws a like a fishing net oh over me. Oh my god, classic! And I already know just, what's up, Jason and, Momoa. And, uh, and there was a laugh, a giggle, and immediately I don't know if it was the net, I don't know if it was just the panic, but I blacked out. And uh, next thing I know, I'm waking up in the bunker. Wow, it was bunker. Bunker was the motor. That's a classic. You got hit in a classic way, Nick. It was a it bunker was a, hides, pretends he's a engine, pretends he's something else, and then hits you with a net. I don't know if it's the net or whatever the case is, but I really got to work on myself. <laughs> That's like uh, the babysitter urban legend. What are you talking about? The call is coming from inside the house. Oh, uh, yeah. The, the engine noise is coming from inside, inside the car. The car. Yeah, well, classic. Classic. Where, yeah, where else I got, got. From. 
I you got, got, got. Wow. Well, two polar opposite bunker captures, but um, classic, classic bunker nonetheless. Um, so again, we're talking simulation theory today, folks. Um, you know, it is a it's a heady topic. It definitely gets in the head, mm-hmm. and it uh, it, it messes with your brain, right? Mm. But um, if you let it. If you let it, we'll get into it. We'll get into a deeper discussion of the topic a little bit after the research. But, you know, let's get to know you two a little bit. Let's the listeners get to know you boys a little bit since you're kind of sitting in the hot seat here. Absolutely. Um, Jimmy, we kind of talked to you. You were a guest on our Red Ghost episode already. So we talked a little bit about some of your experience with the paranormal, with ghosts, with conspiracies. But, Nick, uh, what about you? Where do you stand on... Are you more of a believer or a skeptic when it comes to things like that? Uh, I'm a skeptic with okay. with ghosts. Okay, you're very skeptical of ghosts. Ghosts, I feel like there's like energy, but yeah, it's not. Uh, I don't believe in like a, like a like a person that yeah okay was showing up. Okay, um, so yeah, poltergeist, poltergeist. You you don't, you don't agree with poltergeist no. or hauntings? No. Now, listeners don't know this, but I know this because I know you, Nick. Uh-huh. Uh You are a big horror fan. Uh huh. You love horror. You love monster movies you love monsters yeah you love uh spooky scary stuff yeah you're big into that kind of stuff big. so you have a lot of knowledge of all those different things mm-hmm. but you're skeptical of poltergeists and hauntings but you you definitely are more spiritual when it comes to uh energies auras and whatnot sure like okay sure okay you yeah. can get down with that wow yeah. jimbo what do you think i believe it all you believe it all i believe it all wow ghosts jimmy's just politicians ready to fuck <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Priests. Yeah. Kids. Okay. All right. Animal rights. God. Jimmy. Vatican II. <laughs> the reckoning Vatican II. <laughs> the haunting of Vatican II. Um, no, yeah. I uh it, the like I said last episode, I think the world's more fun when you believe all that shit. Oh. Yeah, you're definitely you're definitely down to pound. You're ready to fucking rock and roll yeah. and uh, have yeah. fun when give it, it comes to me. To, G- give me uh, anything. You're I'll like, buy let's it. go on this ride. F- mm-hmm. Fuck it. Flat the earth is flat and it's round. It can be both. <laughs> Why limit your shapes are fluid? Let's go. Come on. <laughs> Saddle up. Mm. Okay. Yeah. Well, Nick, what about some other stuff? What about uh-huh. like uh what about UFOs, yeah. aliens? You I know? believe that. You believe in that yeah. stuff. You're yeah. into that stuff. Yeah. You're into alien sightings. Yeah, alien um, sights. Fortune, mm-hmm. uh, UFO. Fortune. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Have you what ever experienced <laughs> a like a UFO or anything like that? You ever experienced anything? You ever seen uh, anything living out in the country? Uh, when um, so my family has property out in like Midwest, like Illinois, like yeah. mid Illinois, yeah, yeah, yeah. and every summer, like we'll go out there, and there was one time. There was um, like weird like blinking lights on the way to the property. Okay. And like there was no explanation. There was like no like there's nothing nearby like an airfield or anything like that. So mm-hmm. it was just kind of weird. So that was kind of like. You saw some blinking lights. Saw some blinking lights. Okay. But nothing too major. No no floating Tic Tacs in the sky. No, oh, no. No shapes that change color and change form. No. Okay. Jimmy, what about you? You lived out in the desert. You're a desert man. Yeah. Uh, you ever see? I don't think we asked you last time. You ever seen any UFOs out there in the desert? Um, well, when I lived in Tucson, uh, I went on a date once, a first date with this gal that I had met at a bar, Ooh. and <clears throat> we had a great time. We were eating at a steakhouse. So this is probably like 30, 40 years ago. Uh, it would have been nineteen eighty three. Yeah. <laughs> 
Okay. You're right on the money. Keep going. And uh, after dinner, she said, I, you know what? I actually have to leave a little bit early. And I said, that's weird. She's like, yeah. And I said, all right. So she leaves. I pay the tab because that's what I do. And the gentleman. server comes around and they said, did you enjoy your meal, sir? And I said, yes, I did. Sorry, my date had to leave a little bit early. And the server goes, what date? And then at that point, I realized that I'd been eating alone that whole time. Oh, 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 oh. fuck you, Jimmy. You had me. Oh, wow. <laughs> I was so That's a it. true story. Oh, that's not a fucking true story. That was a large marge. That was a... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Wow. No, yeah, I did talk about uh, the aliens that I'd seen in the sky with my cousins in the back of a pickup. That's right, you did. Back before the uh, mm. the left won the cultural war and you can have kids in the back of a pickup without <laughs> yeah. seatbelts. That's yeah, right. The you good old that. days. You they lost, they lost, yeah. Okay. <laughs> so third topic, though. Third topic here, Nikki. What about what about conspiracies in general? You know, we don't. Uh, we could get big as uh-huh. like 9-11 inside job type stuff, you know. Uh, New World Order, Reptilia, you know, all sorts of shit. What, how do you usually fare on that kind of stuff? Are you even into that kind of stuff? Oh, yeah. There's uh, there's a lot that I like, uh, but it's kind of pick and choosy Yeah, for me. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like who's presenting the sure. conspiracy. If it's like really kind of like mild and kind of like just more material, like there's no gray room for like error. Sure. Then I'm like, yeah, I can, like an MK Ultra. Yeah, I can get into that. Where there's like yeah. government documents yep. where they basically say, like, yeah, we did this stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that shit happened. Yep, it happened. Basically, yeah. And then, and you're like, kind of now you're speculating, is it still happening? Yeah, like the Mon- it, Montauk it, experiment. Sure, yeah, sure. That, that one always intrigues me. Yeah, you know, but yeah, I uh, it depends on like the delivery. Okay, who's delivering it? It's, right, it's good. But yeah, Epstein. <laughs> Epstein's that's, a big one. Yeah. Epstein's kind proof of the, that shit yeah. happens. The big yeah. one that's kind of happening in our time that I think yeah. even people who would never even care or look into a conspiracy theory or even UFOs, ghost shit, can look and say like, the, "Yeah, something's up." The Marina. cameras were off. Yeah. <laughs> the guards were doing online shopping, yeah. not paying attention. He did like, a pogo stick off his yeah. head all of a sudden. Yeah, I mean, uh, just to save Bill and Hillary and. I know Trump and Bill Gates and all these globalists. <laughs> yeah. Prince Andrew also implicated in these things. Who's uh, Prince Andrew? Is that one of Princess Diana's kids? No. No, uh, no he's part of the royal family yeah. in uh, the UK. Yeah. Anyway, I know Epstein is Royals. a huge topic, but uh, and it's definitely something that we want to cover on this show eventually one day, but <laughs> we're kind of letting it. We, I want to see where it goes. Yeah. yeah. It's still developing. Like if we did an episode right now, we wouldn't have all the information. So we're we're still, uh, but it's going to go away. No one's covering it. Well, yeah, I know. We'll see what happens. You know, but it, if you know, bunker, it's a big topic. There's a lot to research with it. So you know, it, when bunker feels the time is right, we will look into it. So, mm. um, okay, that's kind of your feeling. Okay, so you guys are both a little bit. You're you're on board. You guys aren't major skeptics, but you're ready to you're ready to party. Yes. Yeah. Today's topic, like I said, not very conspiracy based, not, you know, it's we're, we're kind of more into the realm of consciousness and philosophy and um, uh, metaphysics and such. And uh, we'll, we'll talk about some really interesting stuff. I want I definitely want to give a presentation of the uh, delayed choice quantum erasure. I want to talk about the double slit experiment. I want to talk to you guys about religion. Um, I want to talk to you guys about, you know, uh Artificial intelligence and whether we think we will reach that singularity. So uh, all of that and more is coming up here on Mr. Bunker's Conspiracy Time podcast. But uh, let's get into some of the research that Andy and I did many moons ago 
And then we'll be back with Nick and Jimmy to discuss uh, everything about how all this is nothing. Right here on Mr. Bunker's Conspiracy Time Podcast. past few years, tech mastermind and noted meme connoisseur Elon Musk stated that he believes there is a one in a billion chance that we are the base reality, meaning simply that we may live in a simulation and that in the very near future, our reality will become indistinguishable from the game simulations we play. Simulation theory is a hypothesis that proposes that all of reality is a simulation and that computers are dictating our every choice. While past civilizations have had similar discussions and conundrums, now more than ever, the idea that our reality is not in fact our reality seems like our reality. Are we living in a computer simulation? How do we know what is real? How do we explain phenomenon such as deja vu? Did a higher power simulate us based on themselves? Are we that higher power? Is the burrito I ate for lunch the burrito I chose to eat? Or is some 0011 robot dictating whether I'm shilling out 80 cents for guac today? Musk, in an interview at Vox Media, remarked that 40 years ago we had Pong. Now, 40 years later, we have photorealistic 3D simulations with millions of people playing, and it's getting better every year. 40 or 100 years from now, could there be the computing power necessary to simulate an entire universe? Current VR technology already hacks the brain neurologically, so it's basically making our eyes perceive a reality that doesn't exist. Augmented reality technology gets stronger every year, so it's just a matter of time until it masks what we perceive as our reality. It's not an unfathomable concept. But there are some complex factors outside of this that explore just how close that future could and might be. Oxford professor Nick Bostrom sets up his simulation theory like this in three separate ideations. One, the human species is very likely to go extinct before reaching a post-human age. Two, any post-human civilization is extremely unlikely to run a significant number of simulations of their evolutionary history or variations thereof. Or three, we are almost certainly living in a computer simulation. Now, Bostrom isn't arguing that either statement has more merit than the other, but rather that one of the statements is true. If the first two are not true, then there are more people living in simulations than in the real world. If option one is true, we go extinct before we get the chance to really explore total harmony between man and machine. You know, this can happen in a plethora of fun ways like natural disasters, nuclear war, or our favorite, molecular nanobacteria that consumes all organic matter. This future sure looks bleak. In option two, the future matrix architects possess the ability to run computer simulations of the entirety of the human race, but don't. Why? Well, one reason might be ethics. If we are the avatars of simulated humans bouncing around this virtual world, is that ethical? Is creating a human race immoral? 
Do the architects of our pain and suffering not feel any remorse for giving us a reality in which we feel pain and suffering? Would future architects feel it immoral to stand idle while us virtual folk commit atrocities against one another? Maybe it's not all bad. Maybe the post-human architects are so advanced that they don't need to run a computer simulation of their ancestors. I mean, if you're at the point where man and machine are almost intertwined, do you really need to look to the past for answers? Instead of running a virtual Westworld for their own amusement, maybe they simply electrically stimulate the pleasure centers of the brain and call it a day. I mean, recreational activities like video games would be silly to advanced folks of the singularity. Either way, we can't possibly know how future humans with immense computer power will behave. But what we do know is that current humans love to play in virtual worlds, and current humans feel almost no remorse for locking their sims in bathrooms and setting the house on fire while they pee on the floor. So, post-humanity will require some significant changes to their motivations. That brings us to option three, which suggests that we are almost certainly living in a computer simulation. Before we break this down any further, we should crunch a few numbers and see what kind of computer power we'd need to run a simulation of the entire universe. Because let's face it, the GTX 1080 and Ryzen 2700 we're recording this episode on isn't going to cut it. We'd need a pretty complex computer able to fake reality well enough to simulate all of mankind existing. While science is making leaps and bounds in terms of processing power, again, 40 years ago we had Pong, what exactly would we need to simulate a single human? A human brain is much like a computer. It relies on a series of inputs and processes information as electrical signals. So, for example, your ears decode the sound of this podcast, parts of your brain decode what I'm saying and interpret it so you can understand it, your eyes read the time left in the podcast, and so on. And you do all this in nanoseconds without realizing it. Scientists have made attempts to replicate neural tissues and approximate that the human brain can run 10 to the 14th power operations per second. But in reality, we can't interpret all information surrounding us that fast. So a computer would need only to simulate as much as we can take in, which is much less than simulating cortical activity in general. But what about the world around us? The ground, the trees, the birds in the sky? Well, the computer would only need to simulate only what is around us so that we don't notice any irregularities. It goes back to the old, if a tree falls in the forest and nobody is around to hear it, does it really make a sound argument? On top of that, an advanced computer would only need to include certain properties for simulated objects, like texture, appearance, weight. Anything microscopic could be added in the simulation ad hoc. That all seems like a tall order, but computers are really powerful already and really efficient. Scientists such as Eric Drexler are working on designs for a computer the size of a sugar cube that can run 10 to the 21st power operations a second. This again goes back to the Pong analogy. If computer designs today already can outperform a human brain in terms of functional power, what will they look like in another 40 years? As computer power advances and our research into quantum computing improves, what would it take to simulate an entire universe? Bostrom outlines the idea of a computer the size of a planet based on current nanotechnological design, which are far from optimal that can produce 10 to the 42nd power operations per second. A computer of this magnitude would have no problem simulating the entirety of the human race. This is a lot to take in, but physicist and consciousness researcher Tom Campbell breaks it down like this. He uses World of Warcraft as an example. 
In the game, you have your avatar, your dwarf fighter or your level 80 Torn warlock. You, the player, control the avatar through your computer. The avatar exists in a reality that is unaware of the computer being used to control it. It only knows that when you input a certain key, it either jumps or moves or attacks. We, the player, are the avatar's consciousness. Without our input, the avatar doesn't do anything. It is unconscious. Campbell says that if this world is a virtual reality or simulation, then the computer used to create our world and the consciousness used to direct input to that world must both be outside the created world of our reality. Our bodies are avatars and our consciousness is outside of our physical world. Consciousness is an information system. It relies on input from the world around it through our five senses, and this is how we define our reality. Our consciousness is individualized. There is no way to know what someone else is perceiving or interpreting, but we all have individual consciousnesses working together like a real information system, and the purpose of it is to grow and give feedback and optimize. The way we do this is very similar to leveling up our avatars in WoW. We cooperate, we work together, we gain experiences, we spread love. Let's bring it back to the physical world for a moment and discuss the double-slit experiment. Campbell and many other simulation theorists reference this experiment as another example of a bizarre phenomenon that could explain why we live in a simulation. So without putting you to sleep like Mr. Johnson's honors physics class, the double-slit experiment was essentially an experiment where scientists shot a beam of electrons at a wall with two identical slits cut in it at a significant distance apart. Now, there was a backdrop behind the slit-cut wall to catch the electrons. What they found was that when the electrons were undetected, meaning they didn't use a device to monitor what the electrons did as they passed through the slits, they behaved much like a wave. There was a diffraction pattern spread across the backdrop, and this is highly unusual. But it gets weirder. When the electrons were detected, they behaved like particles would. There were two orderly silhouettes that appeared on the backdrop where the slits were cut. This is especially weird because no one expected electrons to act like a wave, but no one especially expected the electrons to act in an orderly fashion when being messed with by a detector. This experiment raised a lot more questions than it answered. Is it another act of weird quantum shenanigans? Or is it the computer simulation adding information in as needed? The craziness of simulation theory dates real far back. Humans have always posited theories on reality versus simulation. Descartes asked us to imagine an extracted brain in a vat, stimulated by fake sensory input. How do we know we aren't all brains in a big tub somewhere? The idea is interesting, but the practice and longevity of such an experience is non-existent, so it looks like it may not be true. But can we ever know? Most major religions ask us to believe in a higher power, controlling and creating. This in and of itself is a form of simulation. If one believes that a super being can formulate an entire reality, how is this different than the potential idea of an advanced societal power doing the same thing with a computer? Most Judeo-Christian religions believe in the idea of an afterlife. One could argue that this is a form of simulation theory, that our reality is not the base reality, that there are other realities, such as heaven and hell, that do not conform to our physical laws of nature, but also influence our physical world. Kabbalah posits a world full of individualized perceptions and illusions. 
i.e. my concept of the color blue is different than yours. The world is our subjectively perceived experience and highly influenced by not only our senses, but our souls. Does anything exist outside of us then? Are dreams mini-simulations that echo a larger dream-adjacent life we're living? In Hinduism, the concept of Maya is an often debated topic. It was originally interpreted as a magic power with which a god can make human beings believe in what turns out to be an illusion. Another perspective is that everything is governed by our consciousness, like how we attribute money to mean success and power. Simulation theory spans many of the fields that govern our lives. Religion, philosophy, physics. Are we living in a computer simulation? Does that matter? If our world was virtual, would our actions matter any less? Humanity will always question its origins, and as technology improves, it sometimes creates more questions than answers. Welcome back, listeners. That was Andy and I's research of uh, simulation theory. But now we're back back in the bunk with uh, Jimmy and Nick. Um, Jimmy, Nick, let's get some blanket thoughts going here, right? Like, let's talk about simulation theory. What are we, I mean, blanket thoughts, what are we thinking? Like, are we, are we on the fence? Are we confused? Are we angry? Are we sad? Are we horny? Mm. Mm. <laughs> All above? All of the above? Yeah. It's very heady. It's, it's super heady. Yeah. It messes with your head. Jimmy, you um, don't like to have your head mess with. I don't. No, I do. I, no, lo- I, I love being confused and perplexed. <laughs> I usually am. I mean, if someone were uh, on the street were to just go come out to be like, can you explain what physics is in like <laughs> two sentences? I'd be like, I don't have time for this because I don't know. But uh, <laughs> this stuff, it's, um, yeah, it's, uh, I don't know. You don't know I, yet. I, I don't know. Okay, you're not ready to make a decision. At the end, we do have to say. I know what my decision is. I don't know mm, how to okay. explain. Okay anything about it well how about this let's talk about ourselves for a little bit have you guys ever had any like near-death experiences or weird deja vu experiences that kind of make you think like holy shit dude we're in a matrix because nick you're nodding your head at me yeah yeah Yeah, there's been i've had i feel like i've had like a lot of deja vu just in my experience of Uh life uh but in a lot of the times it just seems like I, i don't know like there's moments where i kind of pause and i'm like what was that yeah. What does that mean? And I'm like, did I dream this? Do you ever have any clairvoyance or um, like you're dreaming something and then it happens later that day and you're like, what the fuck, dude? I dreamed about this. Mm. You guys ever have anything Ooh. like that? Oh, oh, um, I'm just trying to think of like a time that I kind of like predicted something that actually yeah. like kind of happened in a dream. Hmm. Um, Doesn't even have to I, be a dream. You could be thinking about something like a lot of times people will think about a certain celebrity. Uh huh. And then they're like, they'll die the next day. Be, be thinking about something. My aunt and my cousin get that a lot. Mm-hmm. I think I talked about this one where she, my co- my little cousin, she was like, maybe is uh, my great aunt okay? And she'd only met her when she was like two. And she had actually died that day. And they're, they're, it was like four years later, they're like six years old. My aunt and uncle were like, 
why the fuck are you asking about your great aunt? You met her once when you were two years old and you asked her about her today when she died. Yeah. Um, but with the deja vu thing, I'll get it. And just being raised like Catholic and believing in God and, uh, and afterlife, I'm always like, or, and, and that everything happens for a reason. I'm like, oh, well, I, I'm having deja vu because I'm where I'm, I'm right where I'm supposed to be. Right. Everything's going on for a reason. But then all these scientists get in my head and they're like, no, 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 no. That's because all these universes that are all artificially <laughs> created, that's that's you running into it as someone else or you're just repeating this. And it, it, it takes the- uh, You're meeting the, the giant consciousness web that we're all entangled yeah. in. The giant information system in the sky, man. Not as romantic, yeah. No. not. A, I mean, let's- Okay, let's 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 change gears to the to the religious aspect of it. We kind of said this the last time that Andy and I talked about simulation theory, but a lot of major religions kind of feed into it, don't you think? Even in Christianity, the Easy. idea that is this is not the base level. What do you mean? Heaven oh. is this extra planar existence that we can go to where we're not bound by the same physical laws as we are here on earth right mm, yeah um major most major religions ha- kind of have something like that i mean lots of major religions like buddhism or kabbalah or even hinduism or the, like ancient olmecs told or you know like people believed that like this life was a dream that mm-hmm. you're living in a dream state yeah that um you know there's a greater consciousness taoism you know there's this this balance to the universe this consciousness um Live as if there's no afterlife, but act like there is. One. <laughs> Be nice to each other. Jimmy, everyone. put that on a plaque. Live, live, let love. Live, live, laugh, live, love. <laughs> what do you guys make of that? I mean, what, what do you, what do you think? How does you know? Well, there's that how does uh, religion play into this. I, the, like a Chinese proverb, the butterfly thing. Right. Have you heard about this? That this Chinese like philosopher, he had a dream that he was a butterfly, mm-hmm. and then he woke up. And then he was like, well, did I just have a dream that I was a butterfly or am I a butterfly having a dream that I am now this Chinese man? Mm. And then that was just like for him. Okay. Mind melding. Nick? I don't know. This is, this, this, you guys, you guys are much smarter on this than I am with, okay. the, with this stuff. There's literally no way I'm smarter uh, about this than you. There's no answers, uh, Nick. There's no right I, or wrong. This is, this is one of those things that I could stay up all night thinking about because- mm. There is just a, I don't know. It's like if I have a dream and I'm like, I when Gene Wilder passed away, I remember having a dream about Gene Wilder like a few days before and then he was gone. And then I'm like, did I, my. Are you, is it your fault? Yeah. Did I do something? (laughs) Well, what about this? Like in, in Christianity specifically, because we all come the three of us come from that kind of background. Yeah. Even if it's not something that you agree with or believe in today. You should. Um, they, they say that we are made in the image of God, right? Uh-huh. Yes. God created man. He made us in his image. Imago Dei. Are we not then simulations of God's design, right? Is God this higher level omnipotent being that does not conform to our world? He can do whatever he pleases, right? Send plagues, change the world, do things, create matter, uncreate matter, which is things that we can't do. That's physically impossible. Cannot be created nor destroyed. Right. It just takes different forms. Um, we're all kind of created in the image of God. We all have God within us, right? We're all God's design. We're all parts of God. 
So therefore, we're all kind of connected through this thread of a similar consciousness, God's consciousness. Yeah, I, am I striking anything there? With yeah, that? I think uh, we get anywhere. Nick, Nick is like fucking in the couch, like he took a big old hit, yeah. of some fucking hardcore ganj, yeah. and he's just like passed out. <laughs> yeah, I got well, my belly hanging out, and okay, all right, Nick, put your clothes back. Out. Okay, I think the whole uh, the with Christianity, especially just because I know more about that. When you talk about an afterlife and being created in God's image, it all kind of lines up with simulation theory because it's all man-made ideas, right? Or woman-made ideas. Sure. Mm. Uh, so it, it can be similar because that's as far as uh, the complexities of our brain can take us. But maybe there's way more to religion and an afterlife than we can conjure. Because, I mean, when I grew up, I was always like, well, a- afterlife, I can just have whatever I want. I can have, like, pizza whenever I want. I can have ice cream. Everyone I've ever known is there, and I can drive the fastest car that I want, and that's it. And so, Jimmy's like, idea of heaven looks a lot like Joe Dirt's idea of heaven. <laughs> like I'm gonna have a hot ass blonde chick in my pickup, and the highway never ends in heaven. Stylish mullet. But like now, as an uh, as an adult, I'm like, well, I don't want those things. I don't care. I'm like, I might not even like. And then, at what age am I in heaven? Am I the uh-huh. age that I am now? Yeah. So it's like like how different I view heaven as when I was like 10 as opposed to 33 is so different. Like that just shows me like how little us as humans and these guys that were writing these books back in the day, like they might not have had contact with God at all. And they might've just written all this stuff. And so all these ideas about religion are based off fucking possibly virgin men who (laughs) had no, like, you know, they'd never been 20 miles outside of where they grew up. Yeah, that's true. They stoned women for sleeping with other men and like, you know. Yeah. So it does line up with. There's a historical context to take in with major religious text for yeah. sure. And mm-hmm. it lines up with simulation theory because these are also lonely men that possibly are doing a lot of acid or, you know, like exploring <laughs> drugs and like, okay. I don't know, helter never, skelter shit and think Charles about Manson. And, oh, oh, you're saying. Well, like just like these scientists, we're, we're giving theory. them all this credit. Okay. And I'm like, well, you haven't proven anything with it. You're just saying, oh, that's, it's like a flat earth kind of a It's theory. a thought experiment. It, nothing's proven, right? right this is all right. a thought experiment. Even the simulation theory by Nick Bostrom, mm-hmm. which is referenced heavily in both the, in the research, you know, it's just a thought experiment with yeah. him. It's, uh, but most kind of major scientists, you know, famously like Elon Musk and Neil deGrasse Tyson and all these dudes, they, they believe in it just because it seems like statistically improbable that we are the base reality. That this idea that if us or any other civilization out there in the universe, because the universe is fucking massive, if any of them have ever even hit that singularity, like, like you're you're basically saying that like it's a one in a billion chance that we're the base reality, we're the we're the civilization that is also closest to this technology, and that no other civilization has ever reached that capability yet. Um, Does Interstellar is that kind of a? Uh, I've never seen it. No, really, I, you'd enjoy. I think I probably would enjoy it. You'd enjoy sounds, like the you got the, the yeah. It's you like got the contact. place to yourself tonight. Yeah. That's contact. what you're doing tonight. Yeah. That's what I'm doing tonight. Yeah. Well, I got to see when when I leave the bunker, you know, because. Yeah. Bunker if. makes me edit the episodes, and then I gotta, <laughs> you know, leave when I can leave. So, because that's about realities, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, yeah. The different, uh, different pockets, and he like kind of finds himself in. And he's like looking through a bookcase at his daughter when she's yeah. like, 
And then all of a sudden it reverts back to like a memory the daughter has. Yeah. So no, no, you've never had any out of body experiences like that where you're kind of viewing life from a different angle or you're seeing. Uh, I've never done DMT. Realities. No, I haven't. No, I don't either. DMT would be something I would fuck with because that's <laughs> stuff that you have in your body and then you just get a lot of it at once. So it's like, let's see real quick. Doesn't yeah. that mess you up? Like after, if you do too much. I've heard it doesn't, but who? I feel like DMT is relatively kind of new. So depends on who you ask. Okay, let's do it. <laughs> I mean, it only lasts fifteen minutes. Ooh, yeah, it's like ayahuasca or those kinds of things where you're seeing different levels of consciousness in your. Fluid. It's not like acid where it's like half a day, a full day, kind of a thing. Mm, yeah. In okay. And out. Mm. What What do you guys think, though? About so let's let's dive in a little bit to the um, to the actual theory of simulation theory, right? So there's three different parts of it. Um, let me get them out right here so I can get them right. Uh, there's three separate ideations, right? So it's one: the human species is very likely to go extinct before reaching a post-human age. Now, what we mean by post-human is like singularity. We've reached the physical the 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 limits of our physical world as far as technology is concerned the idea of man and machine are so closely related that um it can't it can almost not be in, you can't distinguish between the two right that's so one is we're going to go extinct we're going to kill ourselves something something's going to happen yeah two any post-human civilization is extremely unlikely to run a significant number of simulations of their evolutionary history or variations thereof. This can happen for a variety of reasons. One of the reasons that we discussed in the first episode on simulation theory was that um, that humans will view running simulations as, a, like, immoral, right? Like, uh, you know, when you play The Sims, mm -hmm. and you torture them. You play Civilization. You make people commit acts of genocide, and you simulate war. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Um, lots of lots of other reasons too. You know, maybe they don't need to. Maybe they don't need to run a simulation of their ancestors because they've got all the knowledge they need, right? Who knows? Three, we are almost certainly living in a computer simulation. Those are the three ideals. What do you guys think? Now, Andy was pretty convinced that human civilization will either probably go extinct or uh, a post-human civilization is extremely unlikely. Because it's immoral or whatever. What do you guys think? You think these post-humans, you think we're going to go extinct? Absolutely. Okay, Jimmy, you're pretty convinced that we're going to go extinct. 100%. Oh, me too. We got, Nick, you're on board yeah, with that as well. I think I am. Yeah. We've made it this far. Yeah, yeah but with- We didn't blow each other up with nukes. With those yet. fuckers yeah. that started the Industrial Revolution and all that <laughs> bullshit, modern medicine, how much we pollute, uh, <laughs> all of Afri uh, Sub-Saharan and Saharan Africa is going to be inhospitable. They're all going to have to leave. It's going to be billions of people, okay. uh, diasporas all over the world, and yeah. just like, it's not going to be sustainable. Yeah, okay. sea levels. New viruses, diseases. You guys, you guys are diseases. pretty- you're pretty gloomy. And yeah. to be yeah. frank, we deserve it. <laughs> We're a bunch of jerks. We have it coming. We we started this. This is our fault. Humans are beautiful, and at the same time, we do some terrible things. But what if we go and colonize another um, planet? Good luck. Go. Mm. Leave me. Okay. Leave, wow. Leave Jimmy, me you're going to stay here. Mm. Why would you want to live on Mars? It's like 
You have to live underground. Yeah. Or in domes. That's like the people that say they don't like the outdoors. I'm like, you're so far removed from being a human being. <laughs> you're so stupid. Jimmy loves to camp. You need outdoor time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, you know, I'm kind of like that, though, where I like to just stay in my little hovel. But then I you like turn into a school house. shooter. No, no you, I'm, not, I'm not a school shooter. Two, two, two generations of indoor people, it, the, their <laughs> grandkids are going to be school shooters. I guarantee it. I like I like hiking. I like going outdoors. As See, well. you yeah. feel good. I don't like commuting to work is what I'm saying. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Who does? I, you know, I, it's unnatural. I like, uh, I like, you know, if I have to go camping, like that's fun. Hiking's fun. Yeah. Going yeah. outside with your pet. One around nature. It's dog. scientifically yeah. proven to be good for human beings. So when someone says they don't like it, I watch out for them. And I say, I don't want my kid going to your kid's school. <laughs> I feel like Mars is going to be a very expensive trip, you know? And like, yeah. not a lot of people are going to be able to afford that. Yeah, It's going to be the Elon Musk, all the nerds that are like beta males, but just have big brains. <laughs> and like, do we really want to colonize a new planet with beta males? No. These guys that couldn't just enjoy dancing and having sex, but they had to create a Tesla truck <laughs> that can't withstand a golf ball. These are the people that we're sending into the fucking universe. <laughs> The Lance Basses of the world on NASA space shuttles. Really? Lance Bass wanted to go to space, Jimmy. There's nothing wrong. Lance Bass can go to space if he wants. I don't want to got a boy bands and Elon Musk colonizing, fucking looking for water. I don't think it'll necessarily just be beta males and Elon Musk. I think there'll be... We'll get a Bear Grylls. We'll get a Bear Grylls out yeah. there. You need some Bear Grylls. It's going to be a lot of white people. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> I think it's a whole Nazi thing. Space travel. And let's talk about NASA for a second. Hello? Who started NASA? Nazi uh, fucking scientists. Well, wow. there's there's a they're lot of- still they're still doing it. That's my simulation theory. We're gonna have space police. <sighs> yeah, there's gonna have to be some code of con- who owns that. Yeah, does the USA space own Gestapo. it? Does the Earth own it? Does I guess whoever gets there first owns it. USA That's true. Owns it. We'll flex hard. Yeah. <laughs> wow, Jimmy. I hope you. Guns. I hope you go out there because you Elon seem to have Musk. all the answers. With his space trucks I'll, mowing people I'll down. Kick his ass. <laughs> Nick, you're pretty convinced too yeah. that we're gonna Now, I don't know, boys, because I think there's a there's a technology element. I think we've seen technology advanced pretty fast. Mm-hmm. I mean, look at computers, right? Just the other day, Nick. You know, I put a M2 drive into my computer. That is a that is a SD, that is a uh, you know, a no SATA cable needed. Um, SD, you know, that, what? that kind of, <laughs> what are you talking? What, what? It's not a hard drive. It's a, oh. uh, what is I don't it? understand what you were saying. Uh, what is, what it's is a hard SD? drive without cables. Secure digital, I guess, is the abbreviation for SD. I didn't really yeah. know what it was. Um, instead of a mechanical hard drive, okay. they're like, uh, they're like microchip hard oh. drives, right? So like SD technology has advanced incredibly like they used to be super expensive and you could barely get like 50 gigs now you can buy like terabyte sd hard drives for fucking 70 bucks well no not that low, oh. but way cheaper than you used to and they're getting smaller and smaller if i show you my my m2 drive is about that big mm. and it's 500 gigabytes okay Whew. i mean 500 gigabytes it's a lot 10 years ago was like a fuck ton it's crazy to think it's about. Unimaginable. You can have the the entire phones. history of the world on like a flash drive. Yeah. yeah, that's insanity. I mean, think about that. So you guys still, you're convinced that like you know, even with the rate, like Elon Musk says, 40 years ago we had Pong. Think about video games today, mm-hmm. how advanced they're getting. Mm-hmm. You know. So what do they want from us? 
What are these uh, higher level <sighs> beings you're saying? No, no, no. These Elon Musk types that like, I swear to God, he's not even a fucking human being. <laughs> Like he's so really... awkward and cringeworthy. Well, I mean, yeah. And he's got I... such a inferior inferiority complex about like wanting to do all these things. Yeah, maybe. I, I would love to like find the girl that dumped him in high school <laughs> and just like, could you please get back together with this guy so we can save the human fucking race? He's like, he fancies himself like a Batman. We'd have, he's... <laughs> we'd have to get the girl to do an interstellar and go through like a pop. <laughs> please, and then please. Pop back out. Right Matthew after. McConaughey is yeah. available yeah. to help. Well, it's clear Jimmy has a very big problem with Elon Musk. Yeah. I have a problem with all these guys. The, these guys are like, they cannot provide for themselves in the in, in like a natural okay. outdoor environment. And so they create these problems and these like, oh, we, we you know, we need to like go to Mars. Uh, we need to do uh, more virtual reality and we need right. to step away from having a job and all this stuff and just have robots do everything for us. So then what are it, we for? It, what, cre- it creates solutions, but it also creates problems. Yeah, then we're just fucking pods where it's the matrix and we're just mm-hmm. being bred for God knows Is what. that our future? Sadly, yes, because everyone listens to Elon Musk. <laughs> Nick, what do you think? I think it is. I think we're, I think we're You're headed towards that? I think we're in trouble. Now, have you ever heard about Grey Goo? No. One of the theories that um, thinks that option number one, human beings will go extinct in the near future is that uh, nanotechnology and, and quantum technology will get so advanced that eventually we will create nanobacteria that could easily wipe out entire civilizations and you'd never know it because it's it's bacteria. Yeah. Like you just send out a nanovirus. What does that mean, nanovirus? Uh, it's 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 nano. It, it, what is nano? It's, it's so it's microscopic. You can't see it. It's like a virus that could be programmed, right? Think about think about if human beings could uh, like have a virus that could be controlled like a computer program. Like if you ever play that game, uh, there's a game plague, a, plague like yeah. the virus plague Inc. Yeah, is plague a virus Inc. game where so it's like a nanotechnology that you could would be airborne. You could wipe. You know, it's like every disaster movie, Jimmy. Where mm-hmm. it's um, how do we create it? Well, they have. Like there's certain nanotechnologies that already exist. It's just perfecting it. It's so it's it it's to, a computer generated virus for humans. It could be something like that, or it could be like uh, I don't know. How, I don't know how else to explain. It. It's like a virus that is man-made. Like it's a computer chip, but it's on a microscopic level that could infect your biological organism and uh, kill you. Like shut down your fucking heart yeah, or do something, shut down your brain. You know, and, and this is like what aneurysms. the military industrial complex, they're like, well, we can do this to stop wars. Is that how they're getting funding? There's a million different ways you could take this, Jimmy. I mean, you could see the steps, but what I'm saying is it relates to option number one, that we will go extinct. This is one of the reasons, like people think like, oh, uh, you know, like uh, climate change, uh, nuclear war, uh, just, yeah, you know, whatever, famine. Worldwide famine, but this nanotechnology, this gray goo is another option. So think it, about if somebody evil got their hands on that technology. They could just wipe you out. Like Elon Musk. So essentially, maybe we're we're it's not even that we're in a simulation, is that we're we're in a non-simulation world, but we've created a simulation theory by creating this computer generated virus to kill us, making us be like be susceptible to a fucking robots virus and then we all just get wiped out. Does that make sense? Yeah. So sure. we had a real world and then we just killed the killed everyone 
and made it yeah, seem I guess, like we were in I a... guess we weren't living in a simulation after all. It was just... We just really did it. We just really did it. We, we created our, we, one for ourselves. We wiped ourselves yeah. out. Yeah. And who knows? Maybe we'll be discovered by some other race of being. And none of it matters. I hope they just enjoy living in a jungle like we used to. <laughs> I got water and I got some food for the day. <laughs> Sit around the campfire and talk. Get off the smartphones. But keep listening to this podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, Jimmy. Thank you, Jimmy. Nick, what's your take on that? Does that scare you? Yeah, it does a little bit, but also, too, it's kind of like, I don't know, part of me, I'm kind of like, I don't know. You're optimistic? Yeah, I'm optimistic just because I don't like a lot of people. So um, public transportation, you know what I mean? Like, you, I mean, really and truly, you could be on driving to work and you can have like 500 less cars on the road. It'd be... It'd be nice. Yeah. No? No? I think. Jimmy's very much a naturalist. So yeah. we've got our we've got our Rousseau over here. He wants to go back to nature. Mm-hmm. I don't want to put much you- more of a Thomas Hobbes here. Yeah. Uh, uh, Nick Nick thinks there needs to be a uh, <laughs> giant uh, god emperor in charge. A reset. <laughs> one, one good person in charge, the Leviathan. <laughs> I'm joking here. I'm joking here. For all my philosophers out there, that one was for you. I'm smart. Okay. Anyway, I I don't want to put you on the spot. I'm trying to figure out this nano thing. So does that? Is it like? It's just a theory. Oh well. But there is. Is it like nanotechnology? How, is like we're getting towards that, right? Like we're having robots that did surgery on a grape. But that's yeah. still surgery on a grape. Yeah, you didn't see that. What does that mean? They have a robot that is so. Uh, a surgical robot that is so accurate it could um, it cut a, a, the skin of a grape. Peeled, I can do that. You can't do that. I it, could skin a grape. Jimmy, let me finish. Peeled the skin of the grape off, then closed it and sutured it, like stitched it back together. This is a robot doing this. I could do that. I don't think you could do that, Jimmy. All right. Know. So my question, is, my question is, my question is, small, buddy. Uh, my question is, <laughs> is it like cell phones giving you nut cancer if it's in your pocket all day? Is that what the nanovirus is like? It still translates into real world cancer. No, no. Because I'm a history be, major. I don't understand I any of this. I think it would be worse than that. I, I'm not, I'm not a hundred percent read up on, uh, on gray goo. Like, let me, let me look it's up like, a little bit. So it's it. like the 3d printing of diseases. It's like, wait, how do you print that thing out of nothing? Okay. Cause I don't understand 3d printing. That's simulation theory for me. <laughs> I've still never even seen a 3D printer. I don't think they exist. Uh, oh, boy. This is pretty heady. This is not going to yeah, help it's, you. Yeah, it's fine. I'll look it up on my own time. Uh, <laughs> I have a link to it. It's just, it's super. Some limits to global ecophagy by BioVorus nanoreplicators with public policy recommendations. It's all very scary. That's So it's essentially saying that, like, if anyone ever got their hands on technology that could... A nano replicator, something that could replicate something on a nano level, on a microscopic level. Yeah. We mm-hmm. wouldn't be able to detect it. It's a biovirus that could nano replicate mm-hmm. like a computer virus, right? Like a computer virus can get inside your computer and it can replicate itself and it can it can then spread to other places, right? Or you can um, like if you DDoS, you, you've heard of DDoSing, right? I heard of MS DOSing. Uh, DDoSing is where like uh, they'll create a program that uh, uh, like sends an overloading amount of signals to a website and crashes it. That's how people can DDoS a website, right? Okay. So it's it's a computer program that just like makes it think that like millions and millions and millions of people are trying to access your server 
and it crashes the thing. Yeah. And it's, it's kind of the same way with these nanoreplicators. They would be able to maybe, so maybe they couldn't replicate cancer because that's what cancer is, right? It's 3D cells. print cancer. That yes. I can understand. Yes. That's, okay. Think of it that way. Uh-huh. Okay. But you wouldn't be able to detect it and it would yeah. happen in the blink of an eye. Yeah, you might have a nano nano in you right now. I might. Like what happens when we get to that level? Like so we've we have experience with getting to a nuclear level where we have weapons of mass destruction that can level fucking cities. Yeah. We have that. We have chemical weapons. It's kind of agreed upon that we shouldn't use this shit. This is a last resort thing. What do you think happens when we get to the level where we're doing nano wars? Where all we have to do is just send, we just have a little USB that yeah. just you just leave it somewhere and it just spreads an airborne nanovirus, wipes out a whole fucking country. Yeah. It's just a heightened like, version of like drones. It's yeah, like, yeah, exactly. There is something romantic about war. That's why people write poems and fucking stories and literature That's about true. it. There's nothing romantic about drones. It takes away the human element. Now, I agree yeah. with you with that. I agree with you that we've said that on the past discussing uh when was it i think it, eh, probably something world war ii related where we said world war ii was kind of the last maybe romanticized war because it was like it was very like good versus evil yeah yeah you know kind of they both had similar might and they were it was like ah, our guys are tougher we're gonna answer the call yeah and that's why the history channel only did world war ii stuff for 18 million years yeah. you know um i think there's something to that jimmy you know but there definitely is something to this sort of detached drone bombing. That's why I think you see a lot more like, oh, drones killed these civilians. And the pilots have way higher percentages of PTSD than regular pilots. Yeah. Because they're just like, I they're was They're sitting not in a computer room. In Phoenix, Arizona. Phoenix, I was, Arizona. I was not in danger in the slightest. Yeah. yeah. And I just killed just 40 people. Now, how does that relate to simulation theory? Do you think that that relates to option number two, where post-humans won't do this? Because it 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 causes a PT like let's let's think for an example like let's put this in a context a thought experiment right you're the person sitting in Phoenix Arizona driving the drone you're droning bombing some country across the world away it doesn't matter to you you don't I mean it it like mm -hmm. you have no reference of it in the same way maybe these post humans these higher architects are looking down at us our little simulation our little West world that they've created. Oh yeah, I forgot what do you think? World. What do you think? Do you think that they feel some kind of uh, empathy for us, or no? I don't think so. I don't think they're. That's would interesting be. that you say that. I think it's. I think it's like a video. It's just a simulation. You know, it's like uh, when we first discussed this, Andy was on the camp that post humans will say it's immoral, right? Mm -hmm. If you were playing The Sims, and we torture our Sims, I've yeah. done it. I lock them in a room and let them piss themselves because it's funny. <laughs> But if you knew, you knew that these Sims could actually feel that it, this actually hurt. But they're still simulations, so it doesn't matter. Mm. Interesting that Jimmy just said that, huh? Robots don't have rights. Oh. Robots okay. don't have rights? Okay. Is that in a movie? iRobot? I iRobot. Okay. iRibbit? What do you think, Nick? Uh, that it would be immoral? Yeah. I, I, I don't think it would. You think these post-humans would, when we're going to reach that age where we're so close to the singularity, do you think that they've lost all human empathy? I think there's no human empathy. I think it's just they're past that point. I think they're past human emotions. I mm -hmm. think it's, you know, they're just looking for 
maybe like sustenance and they're looking to maybe just breed and just should take in like a matrix. Yeah. Very much a matrix kind of route. Okay. I think we're going to create our own simulation theory. I think it's all going to be real man-made stuff like call of duty, first person shooter kids. They'll just start actually creating these video games that are actual people that they're killing. Mm -hmm. And then all these little like 14 year olds are going to be like ace crackpot pilots. Little Ender's game there, Jimmy. Yeah. Um, now, Nick, I I somewhat disagree with you because I think that human beings as batteries, mm-hmm. some scientists and there's some thought experiments that have looked into it, we're we're pretty terrible batteries. Yeah, because you need to like sustain us in some way in order to keep, and we don't generate enough energy. The thought is that technology will advance to a level so advanced that we will have a computer the size of a planet. This computer the size of a planet will be able will be able to run enough algorithm enough enough simulations will have enough computing power mm. that it can simulate an entire world. What do you guys think? You think we'll reach that level? Andy was very skeptical of it. I am not. I think we will reach that level easily. What do you guys think? I don't. I, I'll, they have quantum uh, computers. Those already exist. Yeah. Computers how big, how big on is that? a. I mean, big. microscopic. It's oh. a microscopic computer. You can't even see it. And it can do, it's in the research, the number of calculations that it can do. Mm-hmm. This microscopic computer. Um, if I can find it in our research real quick to bring it. I don't the, I don't uh, doubt that we'll do stuff like that. My question is just why? I am at the point where I'm like Amish when it comes to technology. Like Amish, they use yeah. the wheel. They we use don't things have, like that. We don't have, I'm sorry, I was mistaken. We have a computer the size of a sugar cube. That can run like ten to the twenty-first operations a second. I don't even That's, know what the. I don't. The I don't understand. You know, yeah. What? What the? But can you play snood on it? <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> Nick's into that. He's like, uh, can I play snood oh, on fuck, a sugar I cube? Fucking play snood. <laughs> but like, I, I, this is where I tap out on technology. We have a smartphone. There's literally nothing else you could ask for in life. I don't need a brain. I don't need a chip in my body. I don't need contact lenses where I can watch shit. Like I'm good with a smartphone. It just gets smaller and smaller. Like I don't need her. It. Have you seen her? Yeah, with that shit is so things? creepy. Okay, but, her. but d- do you think creepy. that we can head there? Oh, we yeah. will. We yeah. are. Yeah, I okay. think we're getting there. You're great, Pretty and close. you agree that it can get even farther to the yes. point where we will build computers the size of fucking planets. Yes, because there are guys out there with chips on their shoulders. Because <laughs> there's a Elon Musk. There's there's a thousand Elon Musks out there. Yeah. Yeah, I think I think there could be um, a bunch of a bunch of planets. I think there's going to be probably. I mean, so much. It'll probably have one in every house, like a good size, like a car computer, in like hundred years, just doing a bunch of weird shit, bunch of weird simulations. Westworld. That's what makes Black Mirror so scary. Is that you watch an episode like that's kind of uh, already we used here. to make it so scary. The Newer episodes are trash. I, I haven't seen the new ones. <laughs> Absolutely. As soon as Netflix took it over, oh, God, that show went downhill. Yeah. There's like two good episodes a season. Yeah. They used to all be amazing. Uh, the first like two seasons were fantastic. The first two seasons were when season it was only long. in like the UK. Yeah. yeah. And they only did like two episodes. Yeah. Um, that show, I have a lot of strong opinions on that show. It's so shitty. It's stupid. <laughs> totally lost. The human element is what makes that show... Not only the fantastical designs, but there's always like a human element, a human connection, a story that we can connect to. Because it's hard to sometimes connect to science fiction because it's so silly. Yeah. It's so out there. And it's like, that's why you need the human element. Or fantasy, same yeah. thing. It's like, you need the human element 
of Tolkien books. And, and you know, the fantasy's fun, but it's like the struggle. Here, Frodo's journey is what fucking like. Sounds like Black Mirror is going through its own simulation. Oh. No more human element. But what do you guys think? Do you think that the third possibility, if those, if one and two don't happen, then we're probably living in a simulation. I want two simulation guys to just kill each other. That's what I want to see on TV. Because if it's a simulation, what do you care? You're a sim, you'll restart. Or you won't, and it doesn't matter. But So uh, go to war. I think, though, I think though, to have an accurate simulation, you have to have creatures like us that perceive pain. But Pain is a perception, right? But Everything, there... every stimulus that we receive, it's all perception in our brains, right? Um, Jimmy is looking at a Sour Patch Kid and he's... Uh, well, they're regular and one of them's a cherry drop one. And you don't like that? I'm just... They're, uh, I'm th- curious as to how it got in there. Simulation <laughs> theory! <laughs> <laughs> the, the, sort of this consciousness thing, right? So it's like, uh, we don't necessarily always need to, to, to see something or interact with something to... To see it in our mind's eye, mm-hmm. our perception, we can perceive things and create things in our own brain. And pain could be like arguably is a perception. It, people, you know, people push beyond the pain. Our mind can dull out pain. We can dull ourselves adrenaline to not feel it. We don't always feel it. It's a perception. It's a stimulus, right? So what if these post-humans, these architects of the simulation... They create us. We're a simulation. We're all simulations sitting here. And they go like, well, they're having a discussion. They're sitting there saying, well, it's immoral. We can't have, we can't have creatures. We can't create creatures that will feel pain and have free will and hurt each other. Like, but we have to have an accurate simulation. And it's all perceived. Mm -hmm. Maybe we don't actually feel pain. It's just a piece of code in our brains that make us perceive it. And they, that's how they reason it. That's how these posthumans say like, well, that's how we'll get an accurate, accurate simulation is that we'll, um, we'll look at it as they only perceive they're feeling pain. They're not actually feeling pain. What do you guys think? Nick, Nick is like, God damn it. Why can't we just talk about aliens? <laughs> why did they have to bring us for simulation theory? Fuck. <laughs> Uh, it's, you know, it, and then like, it gets into the thing is like, I don't know, like my, my simulation is obviously different than yours. You can never or, know what I'm perceiving, right. Nick. You will never know because it's that's all just, in my head. But that's just human life. If they're, if you don't believe in simulation theory, that's the same thing. Like you, I don't know your life. You don't know mine. Yeah, right? that's right, Jimmy. I mean, I think in the end, that's sort of what we concluded on our first visit to this was that. Even if it is a simulation, doesn't matter. We still need to treat each other with respect. And even if, you know, you can sit here and you can get real fucking sad about it. You can get real deep in the weeds, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, it's all a simulation. None of this matters. It's all perceived pain. It's but- like the hand job of reality possibilities. <laughs> it's like, okay, that's cute, Mr. Simulation Theory Kid. But uh-huh. like, what is actual people starving? Yeah. You know? yeah, yeah. Like, all right, let's fuck or leave. Like, yeah. I don't need a hand job. What, yeah. what, do you, what do you bring to the table aside from this is potentially a simulation? Yeah. Jimmy wants it's, to fuck. Yeah, it's definitely over the pants. <laughs> yeah, it is. Over the pants. It's over the pants. Uh, I think, I agree. It's, I don't know. It, this is, this is, look, this is a lot. 
Simulation theory is a lot. It's a big ask, Nick. It's a big ask. And if there's somebody controlling me right now, look, make some better choices. <laughs> you know? Nick wants I, a redo. I want a redo. Give me a fucking raise, you know? Hmm. <laughs> Why did you design me the way why, I am? Why am Why am I the way? Give me hair. Give me, would you if you could have hair? Would you want it? Yeah, really. I would listeners, you don't know this, but I know this because I know I'm looking at Nick and Jimmy. Nick and Jimmy are both uh, um, hairless men. Yeah, they have nice beards though. Yeah, yeah. What uh, what did you look like with hair? What kind of hair was it? It was dark brown, and then uh, really, but yeah, it was a little bit longer. Yeah, it was like yours. Really? Yeah. Nick talks about it like it was his wife that died. Not like a, a loss, a past wife, like a lover. She was beautiful. She had red hair. And we danced in the moonlight. <laughs> you bummed yeah, me out with it. I, I didn't I didn't treat it right. And, uh, I should have. I mean, what were you doing? Were you bleaching it and shit? I did. I, I put what were you lemon, doing? Lemon did you juice. really fuck with you it? You were really doing frosted tips? I was, Not frosted tips. I would put like... You know, that lemon shit in it during yeah. the summer and turn it like a weird caramel color. Yeah. And uh, you fucked with it. I fucked with it. And uh, I don't think that's the reason hair falls out. I don't know. I wore hats a lot. Oh, yeah. If you have actually, it's said that uh, if you, well, there's a lot of reasons, but like it's like high levels of te- testosterone. Yeah. yeah. There's a certain is. testosterone DHT, I think it is. Or, oh. I mean, Elon's got a thick set of hair that, um, yeah. well, there's low, drugs that can low testosterone um, that can change it, but they, uh, what do they cause? They cause like erectile dysfunction. Yeah. Wait, what? Too much testosterone? Yeah, actually, like too much testosterone is the re like because there's a that's the reason why like men tend to lose hair and women don't. Mm. Typically, I'm not saying that that never happens for right. women. Um, because that women do actually also suffer from hair loss. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, sometimes as well. Um, and obviously, there's very you can have thyroid problems and different things that that cause it, but it's it's a there's a there's a certain chemical testosterone in our bodies that causes it to fall out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, um, and that also causes, uh, no, the drugs that they can give you to limit the, the testosterone that causes hair loss oh, will also has erectile. like a 50% chance of causing erectile dysfunction. Then you just pop in a Viagra and live your simulation theory. Is that what Viagra is? A simulation theory It's like, oh. Hey, it's not working, but I'm going to make it work. It's a simulation of a boner. Damn, it's not, a, it's not a real boner. It's not a real boner. It's a simulation of a boner. I Damn, want a simulation dude. theory of an interstellar effect where I go back in time, talk to myself just a little bit right before I start losing my hair and just be like, hey, just chill out. Take care of your hair. You got a good skull, though. Yeah. You have a good head shape yeah, for it. Thank you. And then like, you wear then it I well. Would, like, you and, can grow a beard. Yeah, yeah, I can. I mean, but, you know, I would want the full the full thing. My wife deserves, my living wife deserves. Your second full, wife. Yeah. My, my second, <laughs> sorry, Katie. Yeah, sorry, Katie. Uh, she, she deserves a full head of hair. Well, I think you give plenty of love, Nick. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know if you're capable of love or not. Sometimes I look at you and I see those cold dead eyes and I think, uh, Nick's probably the one who pulled the trigger on the nanovirus. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody, <laughs> Somebody wrongs Nick in the <laughs> smallest possible way and he's like, all right, well. You know I what? guess I'm releasing this nanovirus. <laughs> it's a Tuesday. Let's get nuts and boop. <laughs> Nick, Drops am I wrong? It. No, that's pretty. That's pretty accurate. Someone cuts off Nick in traffic. He's like, all right, yeah, you're gonna get it. nanovirus. Yep. Nick, what are three real life people that you would nanovirus right now? Yeah. You want the names? Yeah, I know one of them's a coworker, right? Yeah, 
<laughs> Let's not name names. Yeah, well, you can, uh, I'll leave it in. Don't edit any of this out. Uh, you can... <laughs> All right, three historical figures you'd name. Uh, there we go. Okay, three historical figures. Okay, let's not I would, get in trouble uh, saying we want to uh, do anything to anybody. Okay, well, it's all I a simulation theory. I can't say one because he's currently in office right now, so <laughs> I can't say that. So I'd have to wait. Well, but yeah, if I, it historical was, figures. I would say um, I don't know uh, John Lennon. Uh, I you would, would say, nanovirus <laughs> John Lennon. It's just too good, you know. It's That's just, hilarious. No, I wouldn't do. I wouldn't do that. I would actually nanovirus. I would nanovirus John Lennon in the positive way, so that way when he does get shot, it would repair his body, Lame. and that way he would live. No, the nanovirus Lame. kills you. <laughs> no, oh, nanovirus nanotech. I would use. <laughs> Okay, okay, we're all mixed up here. So I, uh, Hitler, listeners, for the H- record, Hitler, Stalin, Nick did not say Hitler first. No, I did, uh, Hitler, <laughs> Hitler, Stalin killed more. Uh, I would, Mao, um, Hitler, and Stalin, um, mm, Pol Pot. <laughs> Pol Pot's a good one. He's a sleeper. Pol Pot. Yeah, dark horse. Yeah. As far as dictators go, he's a very Ty evil guy. Him. Yeah, yeah. Uh, no Cambodian. Yeah, I said Cambodian. Time. Um, okay. Is that shout good? out our Cambodian listeners. I don't think there are any, but yeah, shout out to Cambodia. Yeah. Never been. <laughs> shout out to Cambodia. You know, <laughs> Southeast Asia is very cool. I, uh, I took a lot of courses about South. Anyway. Really? Okay. Oh. Uh, all right. So we're getting kind of heady. Maybe like, maybe we should talk a little bit about some actual factual science. Okay. Okay. Let's talk a little bit about the delayed choice quantum erasure. Perfect. Right. Listeners, in the research, Andy and I talked about the double slit experiment. For those of you who are not familiar, I'm going to try my best to explain it. It's really hard, excuse me, to talk about these experiments without graphics or seeing what they look like. But I'm going to try to do my best. And Jimmy and Nick, you guys can jump in, right? The double slit experiment essentially fired a laser beam at a two slits in like a, a wall. And then behind the wall, behind the slits, was a detection device, which essentially was a piece of material that when light hits it, it, uh, it, it, it displays a dot or a pattern. So when this laser beam fires all these photons at the slit, they wanted to see what would happen, which direction the slit would take. And essentially what happened was when the scientists were detecting the photons, they changed their they changed their pattern from a wave to a particle. And when they weren't detecting them, they would be a wave and they would be like a a big clump pattern. Right. When they were being detected, they would just be um, a slit pattern. Like there would just be two lines when they were being detected and then we weren't. Very bizarre. And real quick, the way they're able to prove that they're the way they're able to monitor is based on the results, not by like watching them. Right. Right. You can't actually watch. They couldn't watch the photons. What it was actually was happening was the detection device was like a, another beam of light that would come across and say like, Oh, it hit it right here. You know? So, Mm -hmm. okay. Anyway, people looked at the double slit. They said, that's weird. Why is that happening? You know, it's almost as if the photons are changing their detection based on whether or not we're looking at them. So then they said, okay, let's do the delayed choice quantum erasure, which kind of set up the experiment in a similar way, but very different, a lot more complex, and didn't really need a full-on detection device. Essentially what it was, was they had a laser beam that would fire randomly out of, the, the researchers didn't know, it would fire out of either A or B. It would fire a laser out of A or B. 
lasers A and B would either go into a prism. The prism would randomly make it so that uh, it would either go to the uh, control panel, which was like D0, or would keep going onto many of the other panels. Essentially, they set up the experiment so that D0 was random. The researchers would have no idea. They weren't detecting it. They wouldn't know what the pattern would look like. Uh, it would. It could either be lasers from A or B. And researchers or listeners, we'll, we'll put a video in the show notes that'll help explain this a little bit better. The other uh, detections, D1, D2, D3, D4, D5, they set up two where it would always be, they would always know um, which beam would hit it. Essentially, it would like always be beam B or it would always be beam A. And then like four and five would be random again. They wouldn't know. Where it gets weird is that the particles, the photons that would fire out of A and B were like twin sets of photons. They would fire two at the same time, but the researchers wouldn't know. Is whatever was the control panel would match what the what its twin was later on in the experiment, right? So the beams coming out of uh, hitting the control at D0 would happen way faster than the ones at D1, D2, D3, D4. But somehow it would know like the experiment would know that we're watching it. And it would, uh, if so, for example, if it was hitting, uh, one of the other controls that would only ever show a clump pattern, the control would show a clump pattern. If it was hitting one of the ones that would only ever show a slit pattern, it would also show a slit pattern, even though it was completely randomized. Very weird. Very bizarre. What do you guys make of that? This quantum, fucking physics shit where it's like if we watch it it changes its pattern based on if we're watching it like it knows essentially what they kind of concluded was that our knowledge of the system causes different results right of how the photons react both in the past and in the present is this the simulation are we peeling back the layers is the simulation kind of saying like uh, are, are we playing around with the code here? Are we getting to that level? What do you guys think? It's pretty unique. I this is this is a thing where you look at your yeah, there's like no clear answer because you you think like it's becoming like aware of you know obviously the results and it's showing what you know kind of what we anticipate and then oh and then it just changes course. It's very like it's it's really polarizing in that regard where yeah i keep thinking is there like another scientist that's maybe a little bit smarter that could just be like oh this is why and you're like oh cool no no need to worry about the simulation i'm always curious with the variables of this like you know i mean like is it like what time of day is this or like you know i mean like what are the certain things but like it's just so it's fascinating and then the way they measure the results like I'll give you that. There's some I, I, stuff happening on the quantum level that we don't understand. Yeah. Maybe there's something else at the quantum level that is causing this to happen in the fucking void that is space around it, right? Now, for a lot of the listeners, maybe, and for myself, who are not very uh, familiar with physics, the last kind of physics I uh, encountered was like Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse. What is quantum I think it's it's at like a it's at the it's like a level of 
It's just really small. Yeah, I think it's, <laughs> I don't want to be wrong because I'm not smart either, but I think it's like smaller than an atom. Okay. I think. Because like I, I, I hear these phrases, quantum physics, quantum mechanics, and I'm like, I've heard it, but I've never cared enough to look it up. So I don't know what quantum is. Four, quad, an ATV. I know that's four tires. <laughs> it's atomic and subatomic scales. Got it. Yeah. So that's real small for you listening. <laughs> a little teeny tiny, baby. Uh, unimaginably small. Yeah. And it's unimaginably theoretical. Yeah. It's what? not like it's there's a diff, there's a branch in physics. I know this. There's theoretical physicists and there's like practical physicists. Interesting. And you can take two branches. You can go be a theoretical guy and sit around here and be like philosopher. Like, oh, quantum physics simulation theory, all these things. Like, what would happen? Yeah. All this stuff. Like, how do we measure? Like, what are dimensions? And then they sit there and just like talk about like, and then there's like practical physics, which is like, okay, let's drop a ball and measure, like, you know, measure. Is that what Jeff Goldblum is in Jurassic Park? Not even a bit or joking, but like, he's a, a chaotician. Studies the theory of chaos. Yeah. Is that what essentially like quantum? I forget his role in it. I haven't seen the movie in a long time. But like that's what he believes in. And he has a science behind chaos theory. Right. Like how do you fucking Isn't he the one? Chaos? He's the one who kind of asks, is this right? Yeah. Right. Whereas is this the right? Other I mean, like, guy is like the science of like the drop of water on yeah. the wrist. Right. Like how right. do you even. I don't know. What do you guys make of this experiment, though? Is it, it kind of freaks you out, right? I need to bit. physically see where they're doing it, or is it all a computer simulation? Uh, I think they're physically probably doing it in a room. And they got, like, a, a flashlight, and then they got, like, a cardboard box. With it's a, not a flashlight. It's a laser, but, right. yeah. You got a laser pointer, and then... <laughs> I don't know what the materials are made out of. <laughs> it's got an LOL uh, I don't know. Maybe they're doing it in a vacuum. I don't know yeah. what they're doing it in. That's I don't know. So it's in a Dyson, and they're in a room with a yeah. screen. <laughs> it's a Dyson vacuum. That's right, Jimmy. It's, I don't know, man. I, I, I need to be in out. the room. I need to physically, because I, I, I learned a little bit from the video, but I'm also like, what? And why did you name all those little deflectors those? I need to know why they're named, like the D.O. I think that's just two. probably, like, that's just like uh, scientists. Science to... stuff. Like, why do they call, like, why is Delta always the symbol for change? In physics and stuff, yeah. like Delta is always the... Okay. It's just, I don't know, science. It's nerve-wracking. It's really nerve-wracking. Yeah, it messed you up, Nick. It did. It messed me up because, you know, like we're talking about with, like, technology advancing so far, but we're still kind of, like, pondering why these certain things are just showing up as certain, you know, and, like, and yet we're still, like, developing these technologies that are, like, you know, in 10 years, we're going to have, like, something like we're talking Self-driving about. Self-driving cars are around so, the corner, yeah, boys. It is. I've been saying it. Throw a ball. I'm around. <laughs> Throw, I'll, I'll get them. You got golf balls ready to go. <laughs> Art, can I ask you a question? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Let's say all of this is true. It's Wizard of Oz. The curtain's been pulled back. It's just a man we, on an, on an we, organ with a microphone. We find out simulation's real. We see the higher architects. Does your Truman life- Truman Show. We Truman showed ourselves, oh, yeah. right? Does your life suddenly become GTA San Andreas? Oh. No. No? no. Do you want to still play by the rules in The Sims? I mean, man, that gets super fucking depressing. I think they would wipe us. Yeah. I think they would wipe us. Let, before let's we say it. only you find out. Only me? And oh. you know, oh you know, this... Nick and I were in another simulation where he got a thick set of hair. We look like two <laughs> Roman coins. Yeah. <laughs> but in this simulation, we're ugly bald men. Yeah, ugly bald men. <laughs> 
<laughs> Come on, give you guys. I'm trying some to get credit. you to kill us. I'm not going to kill you. I'm not going to kill people. What if, the fuck if do you, you think I am? If you knew without a doubt that this was a simulation, you wouldn't go nuts. No, I'm not a killer. Not a killer, but just like, oh, I'm going to drive my car if I run a kid over. Fuck it, let's go, baby. I don't know, like. I'm going to get this simulated I, I need gas more, in my car. Like, I can still die. I can still leave the simulation. Yes. And when I leave the simulation, I'm causing real pain for my loved ones. Yeah. It's simulated pain. Yeah. This is like, this, but, this turns into like an H.P. Lovecraft kind of story. Where you're <laughs> a little like, bit. You have like this wealth of knowledge and you're like, everything is crazy. And so I what can't. about Bob? Not what about Bob? Uh, I think Groundhog's I, Day. I think what I try to do, <laughs> Jimmy, really is break out. If I know that the simulation, it's simulated, you're I try to break full, out. Full Truman Show. I try to Truman Show. You can't break out, though, if you're in a computer program. So, what is a, you just give up so easy. You just lay down and die. If Jimmy I'm a, Gribben lays down and puts his ass up in the air to take it. If I'm not Jimmy Gribben, if I'm a fucking character on San Andreas, <laughs> what do I do? I can't crawl out of the PS2. What what if our life is a PlayStation game like and, and World of and, Warcraft and you're playing it you'd be like yeah this little troll or whatever from World of Warcraft can't crawl out so he's going to kill someone then he dies the character dies off and that's or it. I try and spread the word try and I got to do something I got to get more numbers on my side yeah. have a rev- that's what they're trying to do right now and then, this- full and that's full of Lovecraft you're like crazy and you're trying to like I'm explain but you'd sound crazy and like you'd be trying to convey like this idea that like hey this whole thing's made up Twilight Zone. Yeah, Twilight Zone it. And then like people are like, now nah, you're fucking crazy. We just wrote the best episode of Black Mirror that they've had in like three or four years. Because <laughs> there's a human element to it. Yeah. <laughs> I, Jimmy, I'm not going to kill anybody and I'm not going to drive around like a madman because there's still rules within this simulation. I'm still going to get locked up or killed by the police. So like, you, you're that much of a team player. You find out there's simulation theory. Get, Hold on. Hold on. I don't get simulation reset. Theory? You find out that it's all simulation, and then you're like, "Well, oh, six a.m. I got to go to work." Well, maybe you're going to go to work. Maybe I you don't coward do that. knowing it's a simulation. But I'm not going to drive around and pretend it's GTA because Jimmy, if I still there's still rules. If I die, I'm still dead. Right, but what does it matter? You're not a real thing. You think you are, but you're not. But I still want to live out my life. I don't want to like. I'm like, oh, okay, well, this a fake life that for someone else has no value. A fake life is still a life to me. It's like, Damn, it's fair, like fair. It's still my life. It's I only get one. Bon if Jovi. I find out, if I if it, I find out, it's like a Groundhog's Day or like um, what's that? There's that uh, Tom Cruise movie. Where he can reset time if he dies. Oh, uh, Edge of Oblivion? Edge of, 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 of Tomorrow. No, Edge, Edge of, of Tomorrow. Edge of Tomorrow, yeah. Oh, Obliv- Obliv- Oblivion's the clone movie. Oblivion's the clone movie. I like both did. of them. Both are pretty decent movies. Edge of Tomorrow is fun. Edge of Tomorrow is mm-hmm. really fun. That's, that's plays great. with timelines. Yeah. But if you found out something like that, it's like, then okay, yeah. All right, then I'm game. I would be too paranoid. I would rather deal with a simulation theory rather than that, because what if you really go over the edge over the line and then suddenly that day's like oh no that's going to continue you're like oh fuck <laughs> i <laughs> killed a bunch of people and movie, it did, this one this time it does matter <laughs> but jimmy that movie sets parameters he's a soldier on a mission yeah so he has he does he's not just like a dude who has like a family and a wife and like kids to take care of and like i mean you know then now you're getting into like you know it's like even if it's simulated it's kind of like well this is what I've been dealt. I guess I'll fucking deal with it. I feel like that's Tom Cruise's life. It's just simulation theory. Scientology. uh, There's a film I keep, I keep thinking of referencing. It's a, it's a Jake Gyllenhaal movie. Uh, Source code where he's like, he's that soldier and he's like basically like just like a head. 
and he's like a head with like a heart and he's like in this machine it's a jar and it's a whole simulation <laughs> yeah he was in jarhead yeah that's he was in jarhead he was was he yeah, yeah. yeah. he was the jar he's got you there nick yeah. touche man <laughs> anyway sorry as uh, uh, jake gyllenhaal and he goes through this like whole scenario and eventually at the end of the movie he's basically like kill me like i i gotta get out of this simulation damn yeah and uh then they put a pillow over his face or something i don't uh, unplug him or something yeah if i found out i was not real i would just say all right watch this hold my <laughs> beer i'm gonna have a fun two hours on earth quote yeah. unquote i could oh, see man. i could see you doing that just uh Skydiving, going like crank. A, like like going I, would, I would try and skydive into Putin's house. Oh yeah, and just like kill Putin. him by skydive, like yeah. pinpoint accuracy. Can I, <laughs> drop kick. Can I change one of my uh, my three people that I would uh, kill? Sure. Uh, I think I would do Putin. Okay, I, I, Putin would be you, so the nanovirus. Maybe yeah. Putin. Uh, the who else? Uh, Hitler, Stalin. Okay. I don't know. Oh, pots, pot, four. I'm going Putin, Steve Jobs, and Haley Joe Osmond. <laughs> oh yeah. Why Haley Joe? What's he done? He ruined six cents for me. I couldn't stand what? that kid. <laughs> Haley the Joe. The whole time I'm like, I don't care if you're dead. He's a terrible you're actor. Like, you're spoiler. gonna be dead. Yeah. This ASMR Spo- actor. Spoiler alert. Ninety nine. <laughs> spoiler alert, baby. Um. Yeah. We we haven't even talked about like if we are simulated. If you think about it, the computer wouldn't need to do that much. It only needs to really simulate the macro things around you that you interact with every day. Like if you're reading a book, the feel of the book, the smell of the book. It's doing everything because our thoughts aren't original. The thoughts are coming from a player. Yeah, I mean it has to simulate you. But what if there's only a few people simulated and everything else is real? Or everything else is fake. So I'm just watching like a car, like not actually move, but like I perceive it as moving. Until you touch it. Until Maybe. I touch it. That's crazy. Well, I, I think I, about I, how many from us? microscopic things that you don't need to know until you get down to that level. It really only needs to do your mundane day-to-day stuff yep. that you interact with every fucking your day. Your little bubble. And think about, you know, you've seen deep fakes, how fast... Our AI technology can learn today, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. I mean, a computer the size of a planet would have no problem understanding your routine every single day and just fucking putting it on autopilot. So right? you're saying my daily, if I work in an office, I go from Addison Redline to Lake downtown. Yeah. It's literally just like, all right, we're going to do like a, not a shutdown, but like sleep and everything around Chicago quote unquote in the rest of the world. And you don't know what's happening around the rest of the world. But yeah, all the lights are just on from where I go. Yeah. Okay, I get that. Put some planes in the air. Yeah. Put a fucking architecture boat tour go by and then yeah, Truman showed birds. up. Yeah. Okay. Exactly. Truman right. showed up. All right. And getting I'm you guys coming a little for bit you. more on board. I'm coming for you simulators. All right. Well, I know where you are. I still have another question for you guys, but I think maybe maybe it's time to get to our verdicts. What do you guys think? So Jimmy, you've been on the show before. Unless there's anything else you guys want to discuss. Okay. There's always a lot of stuff I want to discuss, okay. but it has I nothing know. to do with simulation. Right. We'll have to bring you back for some bigger topics here, Jim. You got opinions. Uh Nick, you 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 never been on the show, but this is uh-huh. kind of how it works, you know? It's you're gonna give your verdict on a scale of plausibility, where plausible is in the middle, 
and you can either go to less plausible or more plausible. Um, you understand that what I mean by that? Yeah. So you can be plausible, then you can go plausible minus, plausible molecule, plausible smidge. Actually, plausible smidge, plausible molecule, and then case closed. It's completely untrue. Or you can go plausible, plausible plus, highly plausible, case closed, or case confirmed. It's 100% true. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of like you start at 50 and you go either to 100 or zero. Right, Jimmy? Mm-hmm. Um, which one of you wants to go, wants to go first? Uh, I'll go. Uh, okay, Nick. And you can split it up as much as you want. I think... Plausibility that we go extinct. Plausibility that... Post-humans don't do I, simulation, et cetera, et cetera. We are living in a simulation, you know? I think the um, the plausibility of us going extinct, are it's highly plausible. Okay. I think with uh, just where we are and given the overpopulation, I think there's going to be a definite disease. I don't know if it's going to be nanovirus or what, but I think it's going to be a definite Gonna get some uh, get some free range, free space, free living quarters, and then uh, the second one. Uh, what was the um, uh, the whole? What was it? Sorry, the- that that post humans will reach the ability to run simulations of their ancestors, oh. but won't for various reasons. It's immoral. They don't need to. Whatever. I think I think that's plausible. I think it could be. Um, I think there's a good chance of that. Um, and then the are we in a simulation right now? Mm-hmm. I think that's um, smidge. Wow, smidge. Wow. Okay. Wow, smidge. Okay. Hot take. Plausible a smidge, smidge of plausibility. Smidge of plausibility. Okay. Smidge. Of plausibility. smidge. All right, James. <clears throat> I think it is a hundred percent proven that we're going to destroy ourselves. Wow. Because we've allowed lesser men to rule. And I think it's 100% case closed, not possible, that there is simulation theory. Because there's no love that can be created for when you fall in love or when you own a dog. Wow. Or when you see a sunset. I don't care if you're Elon Musk, (laughs) Steve Jobs... Francis Ferdinand. I don't care who you are. I don't think you can create a simulation. Francis Ferdinand. Uh, I love that band. Yeah, I love that band. <laughs> Take me out to the ball game. That's okay, a, that's... Jimmy. Wow, you are polarizing. Yeah, to it's. Say the uh, least. I, I think we're going to create so many problems for ourselves with AI. Mm-hmm. And well, what about rights for AI? And well, what do we do with all these millions of people with no jobs because we just allowed people like Jeff Bezos to just run us into poverty by buying on Amazon because you can get a dildo delivered in an hour because you can't wait three to four business days like like an adult. Wait for shipping. Wait for shipping. I'm sick of you. I'm done. World for now. Wow. Uh, (laughs) Wow, Jimmy. Passioned and passioned. I, you know, to say the least, they can say a lot of things about you, Jimmy, but they can't not say you're impassioned. <laughs> Thank you. Um, okay. I believe the last time on this show, I said highly plausible. We are living in a simulation and I think I'm still there. Oh, all right. But it doesn't matter. We still, you still gotta, we still gotta live as if we aren't. 
That doesn't mean that you can walk around and treat people like crap. Yeah. Can't just steal their cars. Can't That's steal right. cars. You're not living in yeah. a got a hug. You know, got to try nice. and do our you gotta best. Got to hug strangers. Let yeah. them know you care. Yeah. Um, we go extinct. Ah. Plausible minus. Oh, plausible minus. I'm gonna I'm gonna give an opti- optimistic look on life. I don't know if we human beings, man, we love to fucking survive. We'll fucking we'll fucking beat it out. It's coming. We adapt. We're the top of the fucking food chain. That's what we do, baby. We're humans. Yemen's about to become the first country with uh, capital with no water. It's all being brought in from other countries. <laughs> it's the first one. We're still going to make it. <laughs> Human beings, we survive, baby. We'll see. Um, Good luck, Elon. Whether, you know, technology, I'm like, taste confirmed. Like, yeah, well, we could get to the technological level to simulate a universe yeah. for sure. Um, I, w- I always think about, like, people that are in, like a, like, a comatose state. And then, like, I wonder if they would be the first subjects of, like, this, you know, this reality, you know? Mm-hmm. What, that's Black Mirror, isn't it? The old ladies, their yeah. consciousness, and put it. Yeah. That is Black Mirror. There's the one where it's the old ladies, and they're. That was oh yeah, that's right. That, that was actually a good one. Yeah. That was, was one of the, like the, the new ones head. that are really good. You want to know why? Human element into it. Bingo. That's like the only nice episode of Black Mirror. I feel. Like. Yeah, and they're like living as if they're like young teens, yeah. and they're kind of in the '80s, and they're living their life again. Yeah, I like that, and I like Titanic, the movie. Oh, another altered, sweet old lady. altered reality movie. <laughs> yeah. yeah, where she's actually uh, she's dead, <laughs> and uh, she's reliving her past. Right. Yeah. Well, listeners, that was our verdicts on this revisiting of simulation theory. Thank you for sticking it out with us, even though it was all simulated. Um, let us know your thoughts. Send us an email, mrbunkerpod at gmail.com. Tweet at us or slide into our DMs at Mr. Bunker Pod on Twitter and Instagram. Use the hashtag. Boys, you got a fun hashtag? Drive safe or don't. <laughs> hashtag drive safe or don't. Maybe. I will does see. it matter? <laughs> hashtag does it matter. Oh, yeah. Ooh, that works on lots of matter. Matter. Cannot. Yeah. yeah. That's okay. a good one, Jimmy. Hashtag does it matter. Hashtag does it matter. Um, let us know your thoughts. Um, Jimmy and Nick, what do you guys think? If you could create a matrix, simulate your own little world, would you do it? Yes. Yeah. Wow. I Both would. you said yes. In the yeah. real world, if I yeah. could, if I could, uh, like hypnotize everyone. Yeah. Yeah. I would take like I would take certain elements. Like I would take like like my wife, my dog, my family. And then, yeah. And then like, just, I don't know, just do a bunch of, it'd be like going to Disney. I like, I, I could go literally to Disney world. You would create your own little West worlds. Both of you. Yeah. I, this I, is incredible. I would create an, I would just use it in the real world and I would solve all the world's problems in 48 hours. If I was in charge of everything. Yeah. Pff, done deal. Everyone's going to be okay, but there's going to be some big changes. <laughs> We'll get into it next You're fired. Episode. You're fired. You just said a really great argument for why a post-human civilization would create a simulation. Maybe they're dealing with some something they don't understand yeah. and they want to see what a simulated universe would do. Yeah. You know what I would it. you know what I would do? I would do a trading places for every single person on earth. Whoever has the most amount of money and whoever has the least and change their jobs like in the movie. And everyone's just gonna be like flip flop and just see just, what happens. Wow. Fuck with that universe. Wow. Yeah. 
I see. Now mm. this is a this. They feel things. They feel pain. They mm. feel love. They yeah. perceive it. You I, know it's not real because yeah. you created it. It's your computer creation, but to them it's real. I just want to just and like both of you are going to do that. Mm, you just want to have a good time. Yeah, just have a good You're time. You're just a like, sick little fuck. Yeah, I just kind of selfish. Like the world's kind of going to go shit. So just like and you can just turn the lights off on them at any time. Yeah, at any time, and I probably would accidentally be like, oh, did I? F- I forgot. Uh, Nick would accidentally burn his toast in the morning yeah. and be like, oh, fuck, well, uh, I'm going to kill I'm going to yeah. kill the whole civilization today. Uh, this is their fault. <laughs> and I'm like, delete. Wow. Andy and I both said no. And you guys immediately were like, hell yeah. Yeah. I'd save all these dummies. Yeah. Yeah. I do some, I'm sure I do some positive stuff after I get my, like my selfish like urge of like just kind of like relaxing for like a week. Just yeah, like, you'd make two people fuck. Yeah, I'd make and two watch people them. fuck. And just like, I don't know. Sicko. Just take like weird shit and Sick like, yeah. Play God. Yeah. Like make them fight. Yeah, make them fight after they fuck or fight fuck. You know. And I'm then, just gonna uh, take their smartphones away yeah, from them. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Jimmy's gonna create his naturalist paradise. Uh-huh. Yeah. My, yeah. And then my wife and I would just kind of like sit back and just kind of like laugh, and then like we which like, is a Black Mirror episode. We, oh, this. Oh, yeah. Oh, where they discover that civilization in their fridge. I haven't seen that one. No spoilers. I'm gonna watch it tonight. Do you ever think Black Mirror is just kind of like? Oh just, wait, just like that a, wasn't Black Mirror. Is it Twilight Zone? That was that love, death, and robots show that they did. Oh, with Matt Damon, where he's a little person. No. Yeah, no, no you no. can't say that. It's on. Uh, he was a little person. No, it was can't, on you Netflix. Can't, you can't. Say Tiny that. person. Okay. Um, <laughs> but I mean, I would have fun. Wow. And I don't know what to think about that. Create the fun today. Mm. You're messing with people who perceive themselves to be real. You're messing. You're playing God, Nick. Mm-hmm. I'm okay with that. Aren't Did, we already doing that with vaccinations? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, woo. Oh my God, Jimmy! God. When the bell tolls for thee, it tolls for thee. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Designer babies. Yeah. Designer babies. Designer dogs. Kill them. <laughs> You guys heard about this? You guys heard about this? Follow us. Hashtag kill designer baby. Who are. Oh, my God. Those are the abortions I stand for. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> God damn it, Jimmy. Um, oh. There's a family who they're upset that their kid is going to end up like five foot seven or five foot nine or something. Cru- yeah. cru- crucify the parents. I swear to God. And they're, crucify so they're, them upside uh, down. They're injecting the kid with HGH to make them uh, taller for them. The, really? the, like the fetus? I don't know what it is. I uh, someone told me it. It was like a radio lab story. Cut or their, something. Cut cut their heads off. These people are trying to infiltrate the human race. Yeah. What do you think about that? Cut their heads off. But that's kind of what you're doing. How you're creating a simulation? You're no, creating. No, I'm. Uh, I'm. Uh, you're uh, fucking I'm around do, with it. I'm doing pest control. That's what I'm doing. Uh, I'm not creating anything. I'm just removing people that are problematic, like the Kardashians. Uh, <laughs> No, you can't. You're not editing the real world, Jimmy. You're editing your matrix. Oh, my you're creating like a little matrix in a box. Well, then I would make everyone short, and I'd be the tall guy, and they'd have to worship. You really me. are tall. What? I'd make everyone five foot four, and they'd be like, "We got to listen to the tall guy." So that's even more fucked up. See, that's why I was like, I just wanted to just have like a nice theme park and just like you know, just like a relaxing <laughs> a Neverland ranch, yeah, Neverland ranch. <laughs> yeah, so Nick's like, gonna make fucking Halloween Town. Yeah, I will. <laughs> I would. I would have a little pocket of like Halloween Town, and then I don't know, just like free hot dogs over here. And everyone like, would have yeah, to respect yeah, you. Yeah, everyone <laughs> fucking respect me. Or guess what? Going to be in a coma. Wow. Well, listeners, uh, let us know what you think. 
You know, what are you going to make your own matrix or whatnot? Let us know. Use the hashtag my my own matrix. Um, let us know. What do you think? Are you going to create your own matrix in a box? I don't know if I would. Uh, it seems a little fucked up to play with people's lives like that. I can't say I'm not curious. I can't say I wouldn't come over and maybe check one of yours out, but mm-hmm. if I would do it myself, I don't know. Real beings that actually perceive and feel pain. Like if I knew that my Sims felt pain when I did that stuff to them, I don't know. But maybe that's what the post-humans look at us. They say, yeah, they're just lines of code. Mm-hmm. They don't feel. Fair. They perceive that they do, but they don't actually feel. True. Well, boys, uh, thank you so much for coming on this journey. I'm sorry that you had to get captured by Mr. Bunker That's and okay. that uh, you were taken down to this bunker. Happens to the best of us. Uh, I appreciate you guys uh, coming out. Do you have anything you want to plug? Jimmy, start with you. Uh, come check out Urban Twist, Second City, Fridays at 8.30 p.m. through December 27th. Geraldo at IO at 8 p.m., Laugh Track 10 p.m. at Tuesdays, and 86K and Mornings with Rooster podcasts. Both of those, you can find those anywhere. Wherever you listen to podcasts. Uh, Nick, you uh, want to plug? Yeah, I don't have that much. Uh, okay. uh, I, you can just come see it. It's a free show called Skull Mountain every Thursday at the Crowd Theater. Okay. Yeah. Uh, it's free. Um, and then uh, I just uh, you can find me on Fortnite. I play that game a little <laughs> bit, uh, and it's kind of like a simulation. <laughs> any successful people listening to this like just understand like you know what i mean you're it's mm, it's favoritism so uh good luck everybody do you play uh, in your underwear you yeah victory royales <laughs> yeah Yo, i got one last night baby congratulations thank nick. you thank you uh go find nick yeah. on Fortnite. uh okay well so for the uh titular loser that's okay nick no <laughs> nick it's okay in the simulation we'll make you better yeah, please. I'll like I would pay fake simulation money to the person. Oh God, Bitcoin. Ba- oh, no. I would pay Bitcoin. <laughs> Is Bitcoin simulation? We can talk about it later. It's simulated like, currency in a way. Like, all right. You know. For the uh, titular Mister Bunker and for my non-existent copacetic co-host Andy Hart, who wasn't here today, I'm Arthur Stone saying that was the whole enchilada. Yummy. <laughs> Did you guys hear about that couple that went on vacation and one spouse murdered the other? In fact, the entire vacation was planned just so that they could make the murder look like an accident. Ah, so like a slaycation. Oh boy, sounds like a fun new true crime podcast to me. On every episode of Slaycation, we'll examine true cases of people who were killed while on vacation. Was it murder? Or just a horrible accident. That's up to you and the law to decide. But either way, if you leave for your vacation in the plane and come home under the plane, you've definitely gone on a slaycation. Join us every week for a fascinating new episode. 911, what's your emergency? But make sure to pack your body bags because getting away can be murder. This is Slaycation. Slaycation.